Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. to Horror Zone 607. I'm your host, Mike C. With me this week, he's the birthday boy. He's the inspiration for Elsa in Disney's Frozen. It's our buddy, Rich. Wow. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Beautiful. That's why you're the inspiration. That's all I got because I don't have any young kids, so I didn't have to sit through Frozen a million times. Sorry to all all the, the parents out there that had to live that horror story. You're the you're the real survivor. You're the real survivor girl and guys out there in my book. And with us always as well is the owner of Eight One Two Two Production Studios. Welcome back, Ron. What's happening? All right, so we got some some breaking news this week. Uh, kind of came out last night. Uh, bombshell, and this one's for real. I don't think this is just talk. This is for real. Well, there's two parts of it breaking. There is the one part came out last night, and the other one the today. Other came out today, yeah, and that's uh, Ghostbusters three is happening and this is not in the universe of the remake with the with the ladies in it this is going back to the original roots yes it's being directed by jason reitman jason reitman son of ivan reitman directed and written by jason reitman of course dan Aykroyd is also helping on the writing front right other Uh, than that no details have been announced we assume that the original cast is going to be back in some form the teaser trailer today the teaser trailer hit today and that was a lot of fun did you happen to watch that oh man oh so let me set up the scene if you guys haven't watched it i think i put it up on uh, I, I know we definitely put up on the horror zone link but we definitely have it up we'll i'll put it up again i don't care because there is some yeah, it I, gave I, me the chills it's, it's it's simple there's nothing movie wise to it it was just to let us know they were serious i do believe that's yeah. what it is once they announced reitman he already had this obviously in the canon just, so basically you come in and it's like a field and there's a barn and then from the barn you see these uh what i could think is the photon pack uh shooting so you have all that going on. Uh, that's what I assume it is. I thought it was just thunder and lightning. No, no. But if you but, look, at when you get inside, it looks like I, I think oh, that's on the inside of the barn. Yeah, yeah on the inside of the barn. Oh, on the outside. Yeah, the outside was like thunder and lightning. But inside, as it goes on, you see these flashes. It looks like you know the packs go, you know, going off. Then it starts with the music from the original. There's a little bit of um, remix to like that real, not not the Ghostbusters theme itself. That uh, the creepy when they see a ghost, like in the oh, just the score, the, playing yeah, in the yeah, yeah. In the, the library, in particular, the library scene, yeah, yeah. So that that it's a little change on that, but that's the the noise, the, the kind of music you hear. And as you get inside of the the barn, because they're going into the barn. You still see the packs off, but you don't see them. You don't see who's shooting them. Yep. If they're being shot, you just see them going on. And then the wind's whipping, and there's a tarp, a canvas tarp over something, and it like whips up, and it's like flying around, and finally it whips over, and it's the back of Ecto One. Yep. Like the original Ecto One. And it says summer twenty twenty. Yep. It's amazing. I got it was a good teaser. It. it was a really good teaser. And this one over the last well, how many thirty years now? 
there's been so much talk that oh, this yeah. is going to happen and it never happens. It's Dan Aykroyd really blowing smoke and this is happening. Well, the this best, is real. The best part about it is I sent you the news last night of Jason Reitman being signed as the director and he was writing and yep. stuff and you were just like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And yeah. then today, like that trailer comes out, we're like, it's real because there's no reason they're going to make it yeah, go out no, of the way. Yeah, no, this is happening this time. They, and, and Aykroyd, I mean, we just talked about it a couple of weeks yeah. ago here on the show that Dan Aykroyd has, he started you know, amping up the talks yeah, again. And Bill, so. and Bill Murray, I guess, is in. That's what they've... They, there's, uh, there's different Again, reports. there hasn't been anything that they've said as of like concrete news, but he's been he's been the reason it hasn't happened in all these years. Ready for this? You know why I think it's happening? You know why I know he's probably going to be in? Zombieland 2. We had found out that him yeah. and Dan Aykroyd are together in Zombieland 2. It hasn't been announced capacity. for sure yet, but they said that there's rumors that that's what's happening. No, they've said so. that they were on set. Uh, yeah. I hadn't seen anything. Yeah, like no, that, that was so, yeah. There was yeah. a report. We we reported on it in Three Fat Nerds. Okay, they 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 were on set, and that's where it came from. That they're in the movie, but and then when asked, they all the people involved said, "Yep, they're in the movie. We're just not going to disclose what they're doing." Right. So the fact that they were together in 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 that, hey, it looks like hey, if they there's got to be Ghostbuster related. Oh yeah, it's Ghostbuster related in Zombieland. Yeah, so it's got to be Ghostbuster related. And I feel like that to me is enough evidence that Bill Murray is going to be like, yep, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, I think they've patched up enough of their differences oh, yeah. that it's going to finally happen. What form he's going to be in, a lot of the rumors are in the script that he wants to be a ghost in this one, that he's going to die early on in the movie. That's what the original concept yeah, yeah. was going to be. We'll see if that's how it comes to to be. But the, the only thing that I think now is because, obviously, we've lost uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah. I, I do believe that you have to make him the ghost. We'll see that's what happens just, that's with just it. what I would have personally I done. I kind of have a feeling they'll more pay tribute to him than anything, but that would make sense. It'd be awesome if they did that. I'm just saying, if you're going to do a ghost Keep character, do the guy who is the actual person who is dead as the ghost yeah, character. Yeah. And and I mean, you could you can get you can get uh, Murray to do something else. He's great. He's probably yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm We're so going to be talking pumped. a lot about that over the next year year plus. So great news. Uh, next up on the list, uh, there was a Netflix documentary that's going to be coming out called Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy Tapes. Uh, it's going to be premiering on January 24th on Netflix. A lot of Ted Bundy stuff coming out. I'm super psyched. I, I got to tell you, I've always had an, an interesting, uh, I don't know how I want to put this. It's not a factuation because it's not like I'm too, but I, I've always it's had a fascination. Interest, yeah, it is a fascination. There we go. I would say fascination <clears throat> with serial killers. Yeah, and the reason here. why is because I don't get how somebody could just be so cold and callous, and because I mean, obviously, I'm not a sociopath at that level, but at the same point in juncture, like I've always had, and Ted Bundy's probably the most prolific of all of them. Yeah, he definitely has the highest body count, depending upon who you believe. I mean, he was charged with 43 murders and convicted of 43 murders. The police themselves believe that his number is probably double that, probably in the 80s, right. and he has claimed that it's closer to 200. Uh, so, you know, will we ever know? No. I mean, he's a kind of a braggadocious guy, so I think he's lying. I think he would pad his stats, but I would actually go with the truth has to be somewhere between the cops believing it's in like the eighties to nineties and his 200. So it's probably over a hundred. Right. We probably. Do, one of these days one, or one of these weeks, we should do a segment on the serial killers because it, I'm fascinated with that too. Ted Bundy, um, you know, just all the, the, oh, the Zodiac. Sam, Zodiac is a big one. Zodiac is what really got me liking. Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Jack the Ripper. I mean, that's yeah. probably the most the most uh, famous 
Oh, actually, I mean, they're all famous, but Jack the Ripper kind of started the serial killer yeah. thing. Like, as far as fame. I mean, let's be honest. He, he Bunny himself, was the American Jack the Ripper. Pretty much. For him himself, the uh, Jack the Ripper even said that when you, people look back, at it, they'll look at him as giving birth to the 20th century. Yeah. So think about it. He was kind of uh, braggadocious. I think all of them are for the most part. They really are because they're... It's it's part of being a sociopath. It, it's just are. interesting, but I, I can't wait to see this. Uh, fun fact: uh, somebody my mom knows uh, is, is from here originally, moved to Florida. She down there. She worked in uh, mental the mental prison system facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the one that she was at was, uh, housed uh, Ted Bundy for a little bit. No kidding. As they were doing interviews, so she got to hear some of the interviews, like pieces, bits and pieces. Not I don't know if it's the same ones they're they're releasing for this documentary, but she did get to hear some of the interviews he did with the FBI. And she said that he's very, he's a very interesting human being. Sad so maybe uh, do an interview with her and maybe. do a uh, piece it up on our website. You know, just do a transcript of it. Yeah, it maybe I'll just maybe I'll get something with that. Yeah, she's she's an awesome person, but yeah, she has some pretty bad memories. She got kind of roughed up once during down there. That's what ended her stay there. Mental patient got loose and. You know, a lot she, of crazy stuff happened in Florida and California. Florida, oh, Eileen yeah. Warnos, my my uh, uncle was involved in one of her murders. So. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Stories that we could tell. <laughs> so, yeah, Ted Bundy, he's coming. He's coming hard this year. Yeah, and again, he's also in the movie. Yeah. They have a movie coming up. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's the year of the serial killer. Actually, it's a good year for movies. I got to be honest. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out this year. Different takes on things. I think it's going to be better than even last year was. Oh, really yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, next up on the list, uh, fun news. Uh, Rich actually sent this to me the other night. He sent it to me before I got a chance to see it online. Uh, the great Tom Savini, he is joining Trick or Treat Studios, making something called the Zombie Face Mask Collection. Anybody that doesn't know Tom Savini, oh, you are listening to a horror podcast. You better <laughs> know who Tom Savini is. But even uh, I know who Tom Savini is. Yeah, I mean, as horrors, you guys are really hey. the greatest special effects guru yeah. in history. And uh, he really has gotten into even more so lately making the masks. He's I mean, making guess, professional wrestler masks and yeah, everything. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. Uh, you have to one or two things. You, whatever you talk about the greatest ever as far as like movie magic effects it's him and rick baker yeah uh i i, I, I love i love savini does a way better job with the gore and the horror stuff that we're yeah. used to as far as that and baker does a better job in the sci-fi horror uh i.e the transformation scene from american werewolf in london the fly because rick baker did that as well like so i feel like him he has more of a, like the sci-fi element to the movie magic whereas uh savini's more of just like the realistic gore because yeah. that's what he's pretty much known for i mean and killing himself in a bunch of movies and maniac <laughs> like, it's great maniac's one of the best kill scenes ever if you've never seen the original Maniac, Tom Savini kills himself yes. with a shotgun blast to the head. And that was what made me want to turn that movie off. And not it's much amazing. gets to me. That movie got to me. Oh, it's such an I amazing I gave that movie scene. away to Luke from uh, from our show. Yeah. Here. And, uh, that's yeah. such a great movie. I don't give away my DVDs. It just, it, yeah, that one really got that's, to me. That's weird that you got that. How did you think about the remake? I couldn't even watch it. It was so disgusting. Really? Yeah. Man, I, couldn't, I don't know. I, I, do I'm it. a fan. I was a, The re- remake was good. Elijah Wood was really good. I didn't like the whole first person. Uh, I thought that it was okay. So the differences between the two, I thought the sequel or no, the remake, I should say. Sorry, I said sequel. the The remake with Elijah Wood was way more, um, uh, a, more of a mind screw. 
Like it was yeah. way more like, cause yeah, because it was first person. It was in his own view. It was like, it was really creepy. Not that the first one wasn't, but the first one was more of a pure slasher as well. Right. Like there was, there was a build and you could see his psychosis, but it, the movie wasn't all based around his psychosis. It was based around being a slasher film with a psychosis as a secondary thing right. to explain why it was a slasher film. Whereas the remake, it was more based on his psychosis, and the slasher element was secondary to that. Yeah. So it still had blood, it still had gore, it still was good. But yeah, I don't know. I can't, can't believe you didn't like the movie. Once again, I think yeah. that's Tom Savini's shining moment. And it was. I agree head. with that. I agree with that. And he's, he's it obviously did ones. the job because you thought it was super realistic. Yeah. That's I. I'll give him that. I love how he was like, yeah, I couldn't see making another stuntman do it, so I feel felt like, hey, you know what? We'll Might just, as well have him do we'll it. We'll just do a cast in my head, doing. and it'll blow up when he shoots through. It'll blow up. Fun Tom Savini fact for those of you that don't know in the original friday the 13th towards the end of the movie when everything starts happening uh when the one girl gets thrown through the window when adrian king's in the in the kitchen doesn't really know what's going on and her friend goes flying through the window that was actually tom savini dressed up like a girl that got thrown through that window yeah, yeah. so I, uh, I had known that for years but they really told us a lot when i did the uh tour of the camp where they filmed it and they yeah. really went into that there's i also, stood right next to that window it's if i'm awesome. not mistaken, in both that one because he did that and part four but in that one there was a scene where they had to do something where it was uh, really uh touch and go on uh, a, a death kill and it's actually, if you look at Savini's hand, and it's not Betsy Palmer's hand. She, oh, she towards jokes, the end. No, I always thought it was that. him. No, it was somebody else that actually did that. It was somebody else's knuckles. Really? Yeah, it was whoever had the thing on his head. It was it was another uh, makeup oh, okay. guy that did that. I thought the same thing. But yeah, it was somebody else yeah, that, cause, whose cause, hands it was. Because I saw the, in the uh, the Crystal Lake Memoirs documentary. She yeah. talks about how that's not her hand. It it's not her like hands, yeah. She's, she's like, like Harry it's Knuckles. Knuckles. But the one definitely in 4, he does a he's, he does one of the kills in 4 as Jason. What you don't ever see is one of the kills where you don't see Jason at all. Oh, you okay. just see a hand. It is definitely him. I did because, not know uh, that. Because that one, they were talking about it during that memoirs. And he was like, yeah, technically I got to play Jason once for a kill. He was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was it was just something real quick. You don't see him. You just see the hand. He was like, and I trusted myself with the the apparatus more than somebody else. Right. So I just did it myself. Which is how it's born. Yeah. The same way the maniac scene was shot. He yeah. just trusted himself more than somebody else. Yeah. Or, of course, he got ate by zombies and Tommy Lee Wallace played Michael Myers in, in several scenes in the original Halloween. There was a lot of people that played Michael Myers. And Nick oh, Castle yeah. obviously gets all the credit. But Tommy Lee Wallace played a, a lot of those scenes because he knew where to like punch a door or this and that. So yeah, it makes sense why they would do that. Of course, don't forget Savini did uh, the movie Magic for Dawn of the Dead as well. Yes. The original, that is. With, the Burning. Uh, yeah. He did some, some good, good jobs, man, and he was also in the movie. And he's also I mean, liked I, I more than like, one of our tweets on Twitter before. Yeah, I also feel like he's in a lot of. Uh, he's always in like mo- like any movie he does effects for, he gets in somehow as an extra. Usually, Which is, and I don't I don't complain about that. It's kind of awesome because you see him and you're like, I think it's like one of those. Uh, it's kind of almost like the Stan Lee moment in Marvel films where you're just like, <laughs> like, oh man, it's Tom Savini or Stephen King. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Savini, it's King. You're like you can just start pointing him out in horror movies. It's so good. All right. Uh, got a couple more things here real quick. Uh, Escape Room has made another $8.9 million. It's up to 32.4 in two weeks. We got a hit on our hands. It was, uh, I believe it was a very small budget. I want to say $4 million budget or $9 million budget. I can't remember what I read there. I, I think it was a $4 million budget. Yeah, um, it's just a lower I forgot one. to write down the facts for that, but it was a small budget overall, and they're, they're making good money, and they've got a they got a new franchise coming on their hands with that. Still have to see it. 
plan on seeing it sometime soon. Yeah, I I I've, I Looks said fun. on I said on the uh, flagship three FN podcast that I probably was going to put it off until like digital. I don't know. It's just it doesn't. It's not one of those movies that uh, for me personally, it just doesn't tickle my fancy, if you will. Looks but, fun uh, to me. I think it looks like Saw. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll definitely watch it. What, what do you got, Ron? Nine million dollar budget. Okay, uh, I know it was one and of it's the gross other. in worldwide thirty five million six hundred and sixty six so yeah they'll definitely make another one <laughs> there you go yeah the number i had for the no. total 34.4 32.4 was in the states but yeah i knew yeah. that overseas it had made some too yeah i'm just so i'm just, I'm just going gross world like yeah. right there i'm definitely excited this weekend as long as we don't get snowed in too bad i i will be uh definitely checking out glass this weekend speaking yeah, of yeah which is the horror. next thing on the list glass opens this weekend so hey, look at that. make sure Segway. we get out and see that i'm hoping to get out and see it uh, unfortunately, with the snow, I, I promise that I'm going to do my best to see it before we do this podcast next week. So that way, because if the snow, I won't be able to see until probably Wednesday morning. Yeah. Uh, the file in the, a week from Wednesday, you know, because today, as you know, we record on Wednesdays. This releases on Thursdays. So I wouldn't be able to see it till that Wednesday if it's, we get snowed in this weekend. So I wouldn't be able to do a review for 3FN, but I would definitely be able to do one for us. Yeah, I'd like to be able to write a review, too, for our, our site. Absolutely. I'm off the next couple of days. So I'm I'm actually, I have vacation on Friday, so I might even get up early and go see it by myself. Since before you get snowed in? Before I get snowed in, because my girlfriend won't go see any of these things. So. <laughs> It's before Snowmageddon? Before Snowmageddon, which is the sequel, of course, to Lamageddon. Yeah. So, Ron, is, <laughs> Let's not forget speaking about of that. which, uh, is, is the snow real? I don't know. It, it hasn't. As of this morning, it didn't even hit the coast yet. <laughs> okay. like, like, like they, just, they're like, oh, it's uh, we'll know more you know, on Thursday when it actually hits the coast. See what it does when it hits California. <laughs> See, I, 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 check, I, I always go to Ron for my weather advice. Because for his, a, his work, he has to know. It, it's uh, the totals have already adjusted, so I don't think I think anywhere. I'm assuming more. It's going to be more like five to eight if we do get it. Oh, sweet! So I can still make it to the theater. So we're good. <laughs> five good. to eight. Five to eight. If you're if you're listening to us not in the six oh seven or not in the northeast in somewhere you don't get a lot of snow <laughs> and you're like, man, five to eight inches of snow sounds like a lot. Up here, that's nothing. Yeah. No, that's, that, that you barely break a sweat. You know, shoveling that. Just saying. We're used to it. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I got, and Rich also sent this to me earlier, and I had I actually had seen it uh, right around the same time. Uh, the popular show on Sci-Fi, the series uh, Channel Zero, has been canceled. Uh, I'm just I kind of disappointed in that one. It's done. It's gotten really good ratings. It's had four seasons. Uh, it's an anthology series, so every season is a different season, kind of almost like American Horror Story, only they do it a lot different than that because it's a different cast mostly. I mean, some people have returned for spots, but they do it based on creepypastas. So each season is, has been a different creepypasta, and the story is played out over a season. Like I said, ratings-wise, it's been doing very well, uh, but according to sci-fi, it's not doing well enough for them. Not well enough, yeah. The and and it's, just a, it's just a strange situation that, that's going on. Hopefully, and my hope is this, is that Shudder will pick up. Speaking of which, Shudder... Uh, Shudder carries it now, yeah, so... Sh- maybe they'll go to new episodes, because uh, Shudder also uh, reached out on Twitter. I'd put something on our yeah. Twitter page, and Shudder, uh, the, the guy who is the creator of Shudder, actually tweeted me and said, hey, how about you uh, just go ahead and do the service? And I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to jump in, so... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna report if there was something in it for me or not. <laughs> it's a good feeling when somebody famous reaches out to us on it Twitter. Is, isn't it? it is. Usually it they sounds, ignore you. And... It's like, man, the owner of this company or whoever's working his Twitter, either way, was paying enough that he was paying enough attention that they were like, hey, listen, you should you should definitely order. You know, actually, not to jump off the topic and go back, but while we're talking about it, the first when I first created the Twitter for Horror Zone 607, when I was doing that by myself, the first like that I got on that was Tom Savini. 
Oh, that's pretty awesome. It's, it's a pretty cool feeling when somebody does get back to you that's famous. So, yeah, the shutter guy getting back to you. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, then I, did, then <laughs> I, I told you who he was. You told I was me, I was like, like, who's that? Yeah, I was like, I was like, what do you mean, who's that? <laughs> you think I Alien know these Nation? things, but... Yeah. He's a, a co-creator on that, and he runs, he's the general manager, as he puts it, yeah. of, of uh, Shutter, which has some cool stuff. I was already going to check it out, so yeah, you'll probably hear uh, me talk about that I heard in the future. It's improved. It's I definitely, checked it out a long yeah, time ago, whoa, and there wasn't much on there that so I was interested bad. in. But I, I got to be honest, a long time. But now they've hit some home runs. A couple of their original movies ranked real high, including that Mandy movie with uh, yeah. Nick Cage. That's on there, and it was their exclusive movie. So and that people are just raving about that. So I'm thinking about getting it just no for no other reason to watch that, so you guys can hear what I think about that movie because I've right. heard so much good about it. But there's shows, and they keep getting. More more. So they're really being aggressive. So that's what we they need. already they play reruns of Channel Zero anyways. So hopefully they'll pick that up and uh, keep it as their own original series. And so if you guys want to see it at this point in juncture, I still believe you can watch it on Sci-Fi on Demand. And if you don't want to do that, then go ahead and go get some Shutter action, like I'm going to be doing, and uh, watch it on there because you can watch the older episodes and hopefully they pick up it for newer episodes. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, if that's it for the news, and if that means if you guys at home have anything that you would like to add to the show, or if you want to tell us we're right, wrong, or any other opinion, or something we missed, or something you'd like us to talk about, hey, reach out to us. We're HorrorZone607 on Facebook, and we're at HorrorZone607 on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And for the show, always use the hashtag HZ607. All right. Well, we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back. We got a fun little thing that's uh, that we're going to talk about. We we started a little uh, countdown, or a li- I shouldn't say a countdown, but a little list a few weeks ago, and uh, we're going to do another one this week. So we'll be right back with that. Welcome back to the zone, and it's time to talk a little bit of horror here. We're doing talking horror, you know, the segment that you've come to know and love. Uh, this week on talking horror, we're going to do something we've done before, and I'm going to kind of explain where it's going to go in the future because you know that's what we do here. So if you remember, uh, before the end of the year, we did the years two thousand. We did uh, best movies from the year 2010 to 2017, I believe. Hey, we, yeah, we, yeah, because we left out 18 because we did that at a whole another show at the end of the year. Now we're going to do, we're going to take that same concept. We're going to do it again here. And we're doing it from the year 2000 until the year 2009. So the first decade of the new millennium. 
Now, in the future, we're going to continue to do this kind of thing where we go over things. Sometimes it'll be like smaller blocks. Sometimes it'll be maybe two or three years or five years. Sometimes there's certain years that you could get a whole top seven, eight to ten. <clears throat> 1982. Just in, yeah, exactly. Just in one year. So sometimes it'll be like our favorites from just this year. Sometimes it'll be your favorites from that. Sometimes it'll be a little bigger list. And we're going to go through. I'm going to try to stay away from crap talking some things, uh, you know, because last time I gave a couple of uh, dishonorable <laughs> mentions because I think that's a whole other list we could do some other yeah time. Do like <laughs> it's another show worst. for another day i feel like at some point in juncture we should do kind of like the worst horror movies of all time in oh our opinion. yeah going and by but as i look at these lists when we're doing them we'd have to do them in the same intervals because whew, probably i don't you know get, pinocchio's you a, revenge you might a, take up several you decades a, you got a lot of stinkers in there there really so, was the ginger well, dead man yes so, oh, it gets worse because actually in this in this upcoming one, I do believe it was year 2004, and that would be the year that Fear.com came out, oh, and that's yeah. probably one of the worst horror movies of all time, uh, only surpassed by Chernobyl Diaries, by the way, <laughs> which I did crap on before. So I'll crap on it here just so you guys know. Just to get it out of the way now. You know, I might I might even have to uh, go into, like, not like not like the how what Luke said. You, you, that still stands, by the way. If you guys want to send in bad movies that you want Luke to review He's seriously, still he, will, he, will, he will take them. So send them to our Facebook Send them to Twitter and Instagram, Horrorzone607 on Facebook, at Horrorzone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Send them in because he will do them. He'll do serious ones. But I'm almost thinking about periodically not for you guys letting it. But you know how you do the reviews? I might actually go back and review some of the worst movies I've do ever seen. Do an anti-review. I, I, like, like Fear.com might be the first one. So if, <laughs> on, on 8122productions.com in the near future under Horizon 607 reviews, I promise that I'm going to get a full review on Fear.com. I'll even watch it again just to go back to how much I hate that movie uh, just so you guys know. On purpose. Just because I think it would be good to... You know, sometimes you got to be positive, but sometimes you got to spread the so hate wait, of some stuff. wait, wait. You didn't like that movie? It was horrible. <laughs> and, and I'll give a quick story before we go in. If you guys aren't familiar, the fear.com was a cheap ripoff of the ring and uh, Ringu did a good job over in Japan. And then they made it over here as the ring, which was a good movie. I'm sure we'll talk about it briefly because it's not going to be on this list probably. Uh, and, but the studio did that made uh, fear.com was like, Hey, we're going to beat it. So they stole the concept of the ring. Only they changed it from a telephone call into an internet thing. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is, but it's super bad. I saw very, it in the theater with my bad. buddy, George and yeah, it was not good at all. So I mean, I'll, I think I'm gonna have to do that review eventually just to get it out in the world. How bad that movie is. And by the way, it gets probably like a one out of 10 or a zero out of 10, <laughs> maybe even a 0.5. No out of 10. easy so, feat right there. Sounds like one missed call. Yeah. It was, it was, that it was, was real, in that, Era. Yeah, it was yeah. in that era. Was yeah. So, Mike, man. Mike, I know you got a bunch going on, so what we'll do is I'll kick it to you. Yeah. You'll give uh, your answer for best. I'll give my answer for the best that I thought of that year, and then you can go into honorable mentions because that way the you can do because sure. yeah, that way you can if my best was not the same as yours and it might have been your honorable mentions sure. we can take it out. But it also gets the word out there of other great movies that people can watch that they may uh, not have heard of. Absolutely, so. and if uh, we feel a compulse, we'll just go on a little we'll shoot about it. You know, absolutely, we'll give you a little bit not not a full on review, but like kind of like a synopsis, kind of like hey, this is why you should sure. watch this movie because later on you might hear us review it on this show or on the website. Yeah, and if, thanks for opening the segment too. I couldn't put that quite as eloquently at the end of the last segment. I was trying to get the words out that you had yeah it didn't come out Some, so sometimes. i apologize everybody out there rich said it a lot better than i did so yeah i try i try to get all the I'm information off in there unfortunately sometimes i say it fast so if you have to slow this down to hear it go ahead oh, we, <laughs> we like it that way so we might as well start with you mike in the yeah. year 2000 so we're gonna start with the year 2000 uh my choice for the best movie of 2000 in my opinion of course final destination ah, and they're rebooting that 
Yes. Yeah, there was a little bit of news we didn't talk about. Right Tony buying... Todd had said a couple of days earlier that he didn't think another one was going to be made because they were too expensive. Yeah, and I, you know <laughs> and what? Then I was, the news came out. I was, I, I didn't. I'm glad you didn't bring that up in the news for that reason because it works in this. So it did. We're going to get a rebooted Final Destination, and uh, yeah, Final Destination is great. I always loved that movie for the kills. So much Honestly. fun. Uh, my pick for 2000 was a little movie called American Psycho. Ah, I'm not a fan of that movie. Really? You're not a fan I'm of I'm like American the only Psycho? person on the planet that doesn't so like good. it, but I couldn't yeah, get through it. Like, Ron, how do you feel about American oh, Psycho, Ron? I love American Psycho. I, really? I, I, actually I think like, everybody I, loves it, but I me. like the second one, too, actually. Oh, I actually like the Mila second Kunis? one more than the first yeah. one, oh, so, yeah. mostly because Mila Kunis was in it. Yeah, but that, that, that's just as... Oh. Yeah, you know, the only person in this planet that's hotter than Mila Kunis, of course, our friend, an old friend of the show, Crystal Reed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, mine's American Psycho for obvious reasons. You got any honorable mentions for Yeah, I had a couple of them, and the way that this decade started out, was we were talking off air about this it was rough at the beginning of the 2000s there was not a lot of good stuff so uh you're gonna hear more and more as the as the uh the years go by here that i've got but uh the the two that i have for honorable mentions of course scream 3 came out in 2000 and uh a film that not a lot of people know about i think it's a great slasher had a great um story to a little bit different than what you heard same same idea as what we always knew with slashers but they took a different twist on it and that was cherry falls yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. It. yeah, it was a good movie. Cherry um, Falls had like the opposite effect of what every other slasher had. I've said this forever. Scream 3 is the greatest motion picture soundtrack of all time. Oh, yeah. They had some of the greatest stuff on there. Everybody's on there. Of course, Slipknot's Wait and Bleed was on that, that yeah. soundtrack. Also, a couple of Creed songs. And by the way, there is a Creed song that I actually enjoy, and it is on that album because it's actually <laughs> the What If song is actually pretty catchy. Yeah. Uh, there's also, everybody's on I think Power Man 5000's on that album. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, uh, I think. Cole, right Cha- Cole Chambers on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's if, if you ever want to see one of the, there's two, the two picks that I always have for greatest soundtracks ever are Scream 3 and Freddy vs. Jason. Oh boy! Freddy vs. Jason has amazing songs on it. Yeah, the soundtrack. I'm not talking about that. I, I was gonna say I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the yeah. soundtrack. That could that could always. I I mean I give that a lot more love than I give to uh, uh, Fear.com. However, <laughs> however, it's pretty low down there too. Especially because yeah. I've read some scripts online of movies that were in yeah. production. We've talked about before. There would have been a way better Freddy vs. Jason. So yeah, I agree. So let's move on to the year yeah, 2002, 2000, Mike. Two, uh, 2001. 2001. I'm skipping a year. Oh. So, yeah, this is one that a lot of people may not know is out there. I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I love it now, and it's Session 9. Actually really good. I was just watching a it thing was on, on it. the other night. The yeah, other day I was watching, I, actually. I, I didn't watch it the other day, but morning. I've seen it before. I, it is a very surprising movie. I, I yeah. didn't think I would like it for based upon what it's on, but then it's kind of different than what you expect going into it, too. Yeah, when I watched it, it was with Luke... Mm-hmm. Um, his ex-wife, uh, Rafe, uh, a couple other friends, and we were just having like a, a movie night. I was in the mood for slashers, and one of them picked that. I really wasn't feeling it, so I was like, oh, this movie, uh, this is a terrible choice, terrible choice. And I've watched it many times since then, and I love it more and more every time I watch it. Great movie, great haunted house movie. Well, haunted asylum yeah, movie, yeah. but a good haunted house movie. And my pick for 2001, and I know some people could beat me up for this because it got released in the States in 2003, but it was released in 2001, and that's a movie called Itchy the Killer. It's a Japanese movie. It's phenomenal. If you've never seen it, I suggest you go see it, especially if you like slasher-type gore kinds of movies. Basically, we talk now about how we have superhero um, horror movies that are coming out, especially this year is a big on it with Between Glass and Brightburn and... Uh, New mutants. New mutants. It's a big. It's a big year for that. Maybe this. This is basically like an anime come to life horror movie. So the the killer is a bullied kid who ends up 
becoming dead. He comes back to life. I kind of like the crow situation with that. And he starts exacting revenge on people. And because he's back from the dead, he has all sorts of supernatural strength, including there's a scene where, spoiler, well, it's not really a spoiler. We should get you to see it, where one of the kids, he punches straight through him and grabs his heart and just kind of like squishes his heart. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so it it's, does sound like the crow meets an old boy or yeah, something like it's, that. It's pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's really good, though. So uh, one of my. Uh, picks for I, I always tell people if they like the kind it's you the killer's the way to go and you can get it pretty easily yeah, yeah. i've heard of it i've never seen it yeah but you no, should see it it's pretty it. cool uh honorable mentions and this was a tough one because session nine again i wouldn't have picked this a while back but uh, a couple other good ones there's only two other ones i've got here jeepers creepers came out in 2001 which is one of the great creature features of all time Derek's favorite movie of all time it yes. really is uh that was watching that at work this morning it was on tv <laughs> and uh the others Oh, yeah, The Others. Great movie, Uh, great twist. You know what ruined The Others for me? Was they did this skit on, I can't remember what show... But it was Michael Jackson under the veil. Oh no, it was uh, one of the scary, scary movies. Movie. Yeah, yeah. That that ruined that movie for me at that point. <laughs> After I saw that, I was like, oh, I can never watch that movie the same. Never watch uh, that the same. It was a scary movie. Now that you mention it, uh, so I guess we go on now to 2002. Finally, I was already trying to skip the 2002. Yeah, now we're there. Now we've gotten there. Uh, my choice for this was 28 Days Later. Hey, mine too. Hey, look hey, at that. Hey, we got it right. Probably one of my favorite zombie movies yeah. of all time. You know, I didn't like I mean, it at first when I... I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and really? I wasn't a big fan, but it grew on me. I actually like the sequel more than... Uh, yeah, I'm a big 28 Weeks Later fan as well, but I... It was I, a more slick movie or something. Something about... I don't know what it was. I just... It, something about the pacing. I don't know. There's a lot more violence in 20... I, I, I always put it, it like this. Like. 28 Weeks Later, I think you like it, because I always said that I like the movie, but if most of the movie was violence for the sake of violence. Because yeah. there's a good portion of 20 weeks, 28 weeks later that's just, that's what it is for. Right. 20, 28 Days Later has the better story, I think, between the two movies. Yeah. Because there's, it's actually more story driven. Yeah. Either way you go, that, that series is amazing and they're way overdue to do like a 28 months later or I like whatever. the twist on yeah. the zombie take. Yeah, yeah. To, the, you know, the, they the, did it differently. The, the, the disease and that they're not slow and they're fast and they're yeah. just killing for the sake of killing. Sure. Because yeah. what else would you do in the primal brain? Oh, like, yeah. Honestly. But I, I don't, I think that 28 months later is done i think that's been shot down a hundred times i know but i mean i still yeah, dream. i would love to see it happen but maybe someday we'll get it who knows by the time it, by the time it comes up it'll be 28 years later <laughs> <laughs> and uh mike did you have uh, any honorable mentions for that? i have a couple of them on there uh jason x came out that year which Can't let's face it fun. it's terrible yeah. but it, you know it's got its charm fun yeah, it was it wasn't that bad one like, of the greatest kills in the entire series right the uh the cryogenic freeze yeah <laughs> i won't spoil it if you haven't seen it and if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this show that's kind of strange yes it is campy and cheesy it's not a good movie but it is a lot of fun yeah it it's is got a lot its of fun, fun moments it was better than than a lot of the other ones around that, I, that I would say horror comedy yeah yeah because it's close because it's aware of itself and it does it make was, a lot it, of comedic stuff in it at the same time it tried to take itself a little bit more seriously than it should have i think there's scenes they thought they were being serious and okay it was just so bad you had to laugh at it but i don't know if they ever thought they were being serious but i think I that not. there was scenes where you were supposed to take it serious right but i think it's I, I don't know i think it's too far gone at times where i would just put it as a horror comedy and if you watch yeah. it in that lens it's amazing yeah because it's really it's that much. it's got it's got some gore it's got it's got some body count so there's you know it's got that for a slasher film but at the same point in juncture the if you look at it as a comedy whether it was meant to be or not it's hilarious yeah. i mean come on <laughs> The guy literally has got Jason behind him. The machete's on the thing. He goes to pick up the machete, and all you hear the guy yell is, Hey, guys, don't worry. All he wanted was his machete back. And then the next thing you hear, of course, you don't see it, but the next thing you hear is him getting like chopped to pieces. Right. 
So like it, like that's funny. Or like the guy who's flying the ship who ends up in millions of pieces. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what happens to him until he, you see the aftermath. Right, exactly. But it's, it's great. I think that's the best parts of that. Uh, got a couple of other ones from 2002, The Ring. Yeah, The Ring, of course. We were just talking about that. The yeah. Ring is great. Yeah, and uh, there was a less another one of the lesser-known movies. Uh, I'd seen it a lot, I think, on Showtime over the years. It's another slasher movie uh, with a little bit of a different take. It's called Wishcraft. Uh, fun little slasher movie. Basically, it's uh, a bunch of high school kids. The one kid gets uh, like a totem, and he's told that he can make three wishes with it. And each time he does, he can... He can get greater strength, he can get a girl, he can do whatever he wants. He's in love with this really popular girl, and he's kind of a nerd. And that's kind of what his focus is, is to get closer to her. And uh, in the meantime, somebody's murdering all these people, his classmates, that mostly are bullies around him. Um, but it's fun, fun slasher movie. Hmm, I'll have to check that out. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's, I know they have it on DVD, but I haven't seen it in years. But it used to be on the premium channels on TV all the time. I think it was on Showtime a lot. So that was my my honorable mentions. All right, 2003. Um, we'll move on to 2003. This is where we start to get more and more of them. Um, 2003, what I have for my favorite was the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We are, again, we're twinsies for the second Look time. Look at this. Because I that. love that movie. I, I do, too. There are it's people, grown on me more and more over the years, too. That movie is phenomenal. That remake is, I'm, I'm not going to say it's better than the original. No. But if if One all the, the remakes, remakes that ever we've made. ever seen, and you know what? This is where you have to give the devil his due, because yeah. if you remember, it was done by Platinum Dunes, which yeah. means Michael Bay produced it. Sadly, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> so, so give the devil his due. Michael Bay made one great movie, and that was... De- well, he made two great movies, because Independence Day was great for his time. It's not aged yeah. well, but it, it was great for well. his time. And uh, yes, definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple of our... Uh, Honorable mentions as well because I did have a couple there, but uh, go ahead and I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, I got what a bunch of them here. So uh, first one on the list is Jew on the Grudge, which uh, is the Japanese. Oh, the, the Japanese version. version well, when you said Jew on, I was like, okay, Jew on. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, Jew on was good. The American version of the Grudge is bad. However, we're getting a see, remake. I like that. Did you see the American? They're they're doing a remake. Of yeah, the Grudge, some, I don't know exactly what to be, think of it. It's just going to be called Grudge. It's coming out this year too. Yeah, and it's supposed to be closely tied into the Japanese version, whereas yeah. the American version kind of strayed off of the Japanese version a little bit. <sighs> a little bit. The one the first two movies were actually what the first move with you on the Grudge was all in one. Right. Well, but I like those movies a lot. Here's the problem: you like those movies because Sarah Michelle Gellar. Not a big fan of hers, actually. Really? I, just, I love the movie. I, I thought that was going to be it, because usually there's a reason, and it's usually the actress. I mean, let's face it, she's got a nice <laughs> hiney on her and everything. She's cute. Uh, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, another one, uh, Final Destination 2. Back to the Final Destinations. Uh, like I said, I've always loved the kills in those movies. Very creative. Yep. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, once again, uh, with its flaws and everything in there, there is some cool scenes in that movie. Yeah. I, once again, it's kind of like Jason X. If you watch it as a fun it was, movie, it's a fun movie. And it was it was a fun movie, and it was big. Yeah. That was a huge, oh, a huge event. Blockbuster. And a, the lead up to that. Unfortunately, all the, the story didn't it, pay off, in my it opinion. It really didn't. But, but still there's some fun. fun scenes. Some fun scenes. Especially uh, the cornfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a great scene. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 2. Another Speaking great movie. Cornfields. Another great movie. Jeepers Creepers, Jeepers Creepers 2 were very good. I loved the story they told, and then you go into 3, which oh. I didn't really like at all. But Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2 are both great. They were great. Uh, Underworld? Uh, Underworld was good and started a franchise. I loved the first one. I, I don't know. As they went on, nah. yeah, it wasn't as good. a little bit. Yeah. And then uh, the last one, which was actually my close second, is Wrong Turn. The first one was fantastic. No, one of my right favorite there. Uh, movie, horror movies of that era. I, I'm surprised you didn't get two of them that I got. What's that? Cabin Fever. 
Yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like Cabin oh, Fever? I, so much. I wasn't a fan of Cabin Fever. You know what? A lot of people, that, that's where it is, though. People are either on the one side or the yeah. other side. I dug Cabin Fever. Uh, if, you, if you're if you into gorier things, I think that's as gory as I go, yeah. pretty much. Because after that, it that's becomes hostile. It became yeah. of course, Eli, Of course, Eli Roth directed that as well. And the other one that I'm surprised you didn't go with, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. I'm I thought fan. about it. Uh, I'm back and fan? forth. I've Ron, watched, I've watched them all, both of them so far, and I'm like not. Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses. Here's how it goes with me with that movie. I'll watch it once every couple of years. I'll love it. I'll watch it again a couple of years later. I'm like, God, why did I ever like this movie? I'll watch it again a couple of years after that. Oh, I love this movie. How did I not like it? I'm back and forth every time I watch so it. So it must be the times. It must be what you're going Something. through at the time. Yeah, it must be know. I'm having a good I, day. And, I enjoy I it because know. I enjoy campy 70s D horror movies. I said D, not B, because let's be honest, they're like they're they got real bad in the seventies, and we'll probably go through that at some point, Jackson. But I'm a fan of that, and I know Rob Zombie is, and that was his inspiration to do House of a Thousand. Oh Corpses, yeah, is to make a really low, like the really peeled back version. That's why it's got the campy little cuts. And it looks yeah, bit. it was grindhouse as hell. Uh, I dug that, and the story, you know, it was basically not exist. Like the story is kind of stupid in a way, but that was what the old campy movies were in the 70s and i i have a big fan of that right so that's why i've always dug it because i thought he did a great job portraying that with that being said later on in the decade he could he did ruin halloween fun little fact before i go <laughs> before we go on to the next year fun little fact again i like to throw out little trivia facts every now and then because i'm full of them full of something uh the two movies the house of a thousand corpses and then its sequel uh devil's rejects, devil's rejects house the houses that were used in each one of them the house used in the first one same house used as the best little horror house in texas yeah. It's on the uh, back lot out at, Par- at uh, Universal Studios. Yep, yep. And the second one was actually the same house used in Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Yeah. It was a movie stu- uh, movie ranch He house. loves to per- do the homages. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Also, fun fact for people that remember, Chris Hartwick is in those movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's yes the- he is. Dr. Satan! <laughs> That's, that would be him. I had to back up for the microphone so I didn't deafen you guys. Oh, we but, heard it loud and clear. But let's move back to uh, yeah, let's 2004. Back to the list here. Right? So we'll go to 2004. This is a tough one because I have a couple of them in here that were extremely close. There's three of them. Take your pick, depending on my mood. I did go with Shaun of the Dead. And we are three both the same row. again. Three in a row because Shaun of the Dead is probably the greatest horror comedy I've ever made. Yeah, it really opinion. is. There was another horror comedy that I had in there that was uh, one of my runners up, and that was... Um, Club Dread, oh, which Club is Dread's good. such a fantastic which horror has... comedy. Every now and then, I'll get somebody that's like, oh, this is the worst movie ever made. That is a great horror comedy. It, it, it got a... both parts right, yeah. more of the comedy, but... I had to watch, I had to watch it twice one. to actually enjoy it. Oh, yeah. it's so great. Penelope. That's all I can say. Penelope. <laughs> um, the other one, and, and I'll get to the rest of the, the runners-up here, because I've got quite a few of them in 2004, but the other one that was uh, a close runner-up was Malevolence, which I've talked about on the show before. Very, very uh, lesser-known... Uh, slasher movie that was made um, that is one I cannot stress enough everybody has got to get out and see Malevolence they made a prequel called Bereavement and more recently there was another sequel that just came out uh, back in October called Malevolence 3 Killer um, all three great movies uh, but Malevolence is a fantastic slasher it starts a little rough it's a little slow you got to give it about maybe 20 minutes to really take off but great 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 slasher movie one of the best I've ever seen uh, some of the other ones that came out that year, Alien vs. Predator, which the first one I loved. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. Good. That was a that was a good it was, it was a, I mean, mashup it, of the yeah. two. It was better than its sequel. 
the remake Requiem? of Dawn of the Dead, another one of the great yeah, that was remakes. Good. That was good. I liked Dawn I like that better that. than the original, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, the original, they that was also during the era where they used fluorescent paint instead of blood. Exactly. So yeah, it's it, really it looked easy. a lot better. Yeah. And it was a, it was that's a great. And once movie. again, they kind of stole the idea from uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. Using the running running zombies. zombies. Yeah. Uh, the Grudge, which we just talked about. I don't care what anybody says. I love that movie. Two more. Somebody has to. Seed of Chucky <laughs> came out that year. <laughs> that was entertaining. How could we not you know, mention that on here? And, of course, the beginning of it all, Saw. The original yeah. Saw. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of the Saw. Once again, I, I, I'm a fan of the Saw's, Saw franchise. Yeah, I want to like do Final a talk. Destination. I love the kills. We're going to have to do a segment about the Saw series at some point because I I have a lot to say about that series. It's a fantastic series, in my opinion. One of the best horror series of all time. Maybe maybe the best. I own them all. I don't know about the best of all time. I I say that they're the best only because you've got your Friday the 13th, which is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. Texas Chainsaw, choose-your-own-adventure. Even the Halloween series, they all kind of went their own direction. Saw, you cannot pick up say like saw five and just watch it as its own you have to watch the whole series because it's one continuous series it, it, it has complete continuity from start to finish I, I agree to an extent but there are some of the movies in the series that are lesser than other movies in the there series. were but they were so all kind of it kind of sucks i mean similar. the only thing that keeps you the only thing that keeps you in is the interesting way of killing people yeah that's the only that's the only thing that keeps me in uh i mean once again i did like them as a whole, obviously, is one of I, I would put it up there as one of my favorites. But there's just certain things that I'm just like. The problem with that is I had to sit through a couple of the movies that I really kind of wasn't. Like, I was like, eh, they're not the greatest, but I need this piece of the story. Right. Whereas if I don't want to watch, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, let's just say uh, Jason goes to hell, I can forget that ever existed because it doesn't matter after True. that point. And so you can't do that because you, know, you can watch the first. Yeah, you know what I do with uh, Jason goes to hell is I watch the first ten minutes. And I watched the last 10 minutes and everything in between I forget ever happened. Like where the guy melts on the table. Oh, you got it. I mean, if you, it's just, I might have to do something on that eventually. How bad, like, cause we, we've, we shot on, uh, uh Freddy's dead pretty bad and we, yeah. we haven't, we haven't shot on <laughs> Jason goes to hell. Yeah. So one of these days we're going to have to go in on that. Maybe we'll just do an entire episode on it because bad. Lord knows that there's enough to say it about it. Bad folks. So, Not as bad as scare, uh, uh, fear.com though. Just throwing yeah. it out there. Still not as bad. Yeah, it's you're never, right. And, I'll give you and that. nothing unseats Chernobyl Diaries. Troll Two is is like is an Academy Award movie compared to Chernobyl Diaries. That's my one missed call. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Right, moving on. on. We'll go to 2005 at this point. Uh, my number one on this, and again, there's a couple of really good ones this year. Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. A uh, great movie. I thought about making it that. Mine, I kind of cheated on a little bit, but not. Because both these movies came out in the indie world in 2005. They didn't get a wide release until 06. And the one I, when I'm going to explain, because the one is my favorite. The other one's like 1A and 1B. And these are definitely movies that I don't believe enough people have seen and they should see. And I'll give a little synopsis because I know you've seen them. Uh, the first and the one that I would put 1A and probably the best is uh, Hard Candy. So yeah, good. if you so haven't good. seen Hard Candy, it's amazing. Ellen Page is the stars in that, and she is phenomenal. Uh, uh, dude, it's I about love that movie. it's about Patrick it's, Wilson it's, too. It's, it's, yes, Patrick yep. Wilson's in the movie as well. It's about a to catch the predator situation where a guy is creeping on a fourteen year old girl online, uh, meets up with her. Uh, you are led to believe the whole time 
that the girl is helpless and that you're about to see something very horrible happen to this young girl. And then, oh, then does the tables <laughs> turn because you find out she is in control the entire time. And it is amazing what happens next. That's I'm not going to go into oh, it. Yeah. It is disturbing. So many good but you know what? Me. In the world where, you know, you have sexual predators, this is a good one. That's like, yeah, you know what? Somebody needs to do this to somebody. That's just my opinion. The next one is probably my favorite uh, creature feature from this this decade, from the 2000s to, to nine. And that's a movie called Feast. Feast was featured on a little show called uh, Project Greenlight, which was done by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. What they did was they highlighted the making of films and it gave them a showcase. Third season of this was Feast, and that was in 05. It got, uh, went to Sundance and everything in 05. 06 was as big a release. This movie is intense. It is amazing. The creatures in it are pretty cool. Uh, and there is, if you go back, you can watch the behind the scenes of how it was made because it was done for uh, the IFC channel, I do mm-hmm. believe. Uh, this is awesome. If you love creature feature movies, it's amazing. It's a uh, it opens up hot. Literally, the first, like, you open up, and like, it all takes place in a bar, and these creatures start to attack, and it literally, first minute or two in the movie is when the guy bursts in the doors, and, and all hell breaks loose. It, he's called <laughs> the hero, and I won't spoil it, like we were talking about before, but I won't spoil it on here. You, you wait till you see what happens, and when it happens to the hero. So, it's, <laughs> it's this movie just puts you on end the whole time. What you think you know from a horror movie does not apply. It kind of breaks all the rules. It is also it's distur- a great movie. There, there, there's a lot of disgusting stuff in there. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah, there is. there's a lot of bodily fluids, whether it yeah. be vomit from the monsters or blood from oh it's it's but it's epic. You guys should check it out. I'm a big fan of it. Now let's get on some honorable mentions from Mike. Yeah, I got a few of them here. This is where it's getting better and better. I'm telling you, uh, Devil's Rejects came out in 2005. Yeah, and and once again, we're not going to go off on the whatever, but it was his homage to a western. So yeah. it's like a horror western. I don't know how many horror westerns exist, but. I, I've I was I've always been a fan, and of course Diamond Dallas Page for yeah. the three FNW Danny Trejo. fans. Who, who can forget Danny Trejo? Yeah, they he makes an appearance, so it's pretty awesome. He's gonna be back in the in the third one in the series that's coming out this year. Yes, the Three from Hell. Yes, coming out in 2019. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Uh, also got 2001 Maniacs, fun movie. Yes, with Robert, uh, Robert England, Lynn Shay. Great, great. You ever see that? Fun yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Fun movie. Um, Saw two. Yep. Which, let's face it, the rest of this decade, Saw is going to be... Yeah, pretty much every year. Every year. year. So Saw 2, and uh, you guys might want to kill me for this, but I think it's a great, fun slasher movie. House of Wax. Love that movie. Uh, hated it. I think it got a lot of hate when it first came out, and it, that has grown on me. Uh, this is a remake with... Yeah. This is a remake with Paris Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not... I, it's I, not okay, horrible. it's not horrible. I mean, yeah. I wasn't doing oh, my fancy... Movie. Uh, when I and I mean we'll probably talk about this well, in the '90s because I do believe it came out in the '90s. When I think of a wax movie that I liked, Waxwork, Waxworks, yeah, and the sequel to Waxworks. I didn't see the, the time, sequel. It's about time. That's the <laughs> that was the sequel. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I those were campy, but I kind of like the Waxworks movies. And so like House of Wax, I mean it was all right. I mean I do have I do have respect for it. I I, I want to say like don't watch it, but. It's, it's definitely slasher. not like an like uh, on my scale it'd probably be like a four or five. So yeah. it's a nice little even movie. Yeah. Uh, there's one more slasher, and this one really got decimated by Hurricane Katrina, actually, with the timing of it. But uh, a slasher movie called Venom. So, yeah, Venom, it, it was a slasher movie. It's dealing with voodoo. It takes place in Louisiana because of the Hurricane Katrina. It really, they didn't feel that it was in good taste to bring it out. And it ended up just kind of, it made almost no money. It got pulled from theaters. It's something, it's on the movie channels a lot. Hmm. But check it out. Uh, basically, it's a, a guy. He owns a garage. Uh, he's poor guy, but um, nice guy. And uh, he sees a girl 
or a woman, uh, excuse me, have an accident, and he goes to help her, and one thing leads to another. He gets killed, but there's these voodoo-infested snakes that end up going into his body, and kind of his uh, zombified body comes back and starts murdering everybody. So, fun movie. I like it. That's crazy. Uh, I will move on to 2006 now, which is probably the biggest year in the decade for everything that came out. Uh, my number one movie for 2006. You guys are going to be shocked by this when I say this. This is a just a shocking, shocking moment coming from Mike C. Behind the Mask of the Rise of Leslie Vernon. It was also my favorite of the year, so there you go. <laughs> I think it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time, so I do agree with you on that. I Especially have to agree for this 100% one. with you on I think that. it was original. It was different. Uh, I would definitely recommend it to people. Uh, if you like the slasher genre, it's amazing. But I, I also like the fact that it's a documentary following around a killer. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, we wouldn't see done again for a while. Which, they, also the best horror comedy. I, I know you say Shaun of the Dead. I think that Behind the Mask is the best horror comedy of all time. Yeah, My but opinion. when it gets when it gets serious, it gets real serious. Oh yeah, that, it gets dark that, that last that last like what 15, 20 minutes of the movie is pretty. It's pretty. It turns it's into right a up there, slasher movie. I was at say that it's point. right up there with like the brutality of everything else. But yeah, up until that point, I think it's a good comedy. That's yeah. the reason I want to take out Shaun of the Dead because Shaun of the Dead is pretty funny all the way through. And at the end of Behind the Mask, it gets it's it becomes a slasher yeah. movie for real. Hey, you know I what? mean, everything that you built up to that whole movie happens. And right, it's, it's awesome. Like I said before, one A, one B. Yeah, pretty we'll much. Go with that. Uh, a lot of other movies came out that year, though. This really was the best year in the decade, in my opinion. Uh, the remake of Black Christmas, which again, I've I've said my piece about it, but it looks cool. wasn't as good as the original. Wasn't but as it good, was but still it worth the look watch. To it. You still should watch it. Uh, Dark Ride, which we briefly oh, talked so about, good. I think last week. It was one of the original yeah, after, after Dark. Dark Horror that's, Fest so you movies. have a lot of those that came out this year. That, yeah. that's a great. It's that's not a great, great but it's it was fun. It's great for what it's what it is for what it is for yeah. for I mean, a low I, budget. I want to say, say it was a ten. It's probably like in the five six range, but right. it's really good. Still as fun far to watch as, though. Uh, Final Destination three came out that yeah, year. There you go. Uh, the Grudge two. Uh, we already talked about that. I know what you guys think of it. I love it. That's yeah, okay. Uh, rem- another good remake. One of the ones that uh, was above and beyond what the original was, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, that was really good. Um, we talked about this last week. Another one of the After Dark Horror Fest movies, Penny Dreadful, which I good. can't say enough good things about that. Saw not to three. be confused with the Showtime series. Yes, not to be confused with that. This was this was a film. It was part of that series of films. So Saw 3. That was good. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, which was the prequel to the remake. I dug it, and I like how they ended that movie. Yeah, I, I was actually too. a fan of the end of that movie because they, I was a fan they, of the end of it more than the rest of the they movie. They tease, I, I don't want to spoil the movie, for yeah, people, but they tease one thing and then yeah, it's great. It's just it's yeah. good. It's a great ending. Uh, Ceno Evil starring WWE's Kane. Uh, that was fun. It was a fun one. That was, Not a, great, that was kind fun. of an interesting uh, uh, story. It was also kind of a cool slasher, but it was horrible when it was on the marketing of television. Yeah. Remember they did the Kane May 16th. <laughs> May 16th. Oh, so. uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Trying that, to make it a wrestling angle. Uh, and then the movie that would have been my number one for 2006 had a not been for Behind the Mask, Slither. Oh, Slither's so good. <laughs> Such a great, another good ho- horror freaks, comedy. It freaks out Ron, It though. freaked me out. The trailer freaked me out. I was like, yeah, you nah, could watch I, it. I, I, I we're going to sit you down. We're going to make you think we're going to watch The Notebook, and then we're going to put on Slither instead. I'd, ra- I'd rather watch Slither. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I've never seen The Notebook. I will I've sit never through, seen The Notebook. I will, I will sit through the trilogy of uh, Human Centipede movies before I watch <laughs> The Notebook. I, I don't care. I, I There's nothing that I wow. will not watch before The Notebook. Oh. Nothing. Like, you heard it here first, folks. That was that's a statement. That is a statement <laughs> that because those movies statement. are horrible. I think I've made it through like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, with that being said, uh, that's all I got for 2006. So I'll move on to 2007. 2007. Now, here's I gotta I gotta preface this. There's some once again because of different timelines of different things and using things that are coming out. We have you'll hear this movie twice, but in two different years. Yeah, I'm just saying because I know what your your pick is. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, in here, but yeah, uh, that's fine. I'm just explaining to them why it'll be two different years. Right. Go ahead. So this one, another one. There are so many good movies, and I didn't even know what to pick. The one that I had to pick, which is I've I've written a review of the the, the first two movies in the series, but um, I, I want to talk more about it at some point, and that's Rack. And I had that as my best movie of 2008, because unless I saw it in 2008, so that's right. fine. I, I have no problems with that at all. Uh, but my my 2007 one I know is on your honorable mention for 2008. Because somehow we swapped these around. <laughs> and uh, my 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 favorite of 2007 is actually a movie called Hatchet, starring uh, our our good friend Jason Voorhees himself, Kane Hodder. Yes, and I yes. actually have that as one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, I knew you in did. 2007. Yeah. It's, so. it's an awesome. If you've never seen Hatchet, it's an awesome movie. It was a throwback to slashers. Oh yeah, the American big slasher. time. It, that's it, how we marketed it. And well, yeah, that's what the American horror movie. That's what you call it. Yeah. But they, at the same point in juncture, it's super good, and it does have the feel of a Friday the Thirteenth. He kind of plays Jason, only now is just a deformed elephant man looking thing. Yeah. And that's really the only difference. But that's it was real good. There, uh, no complaints for me. Yeah, cheesy but good. A lot of the over the top blood and whatnot. It was the best in the series. I, I actually I hated the second one. I hated I it. It was unwatchable. Didn't it was even so tried. I, you know what? The third one's good. I, I have to see that then. Victor Crowley, the fourth one, the surprise sequel that came out last year, not good. Okay, but yeah, just but three. The third one's good. Check out three because I I tuned out because I heard two was bad. So I'm like I'm not going to ruin the horrible. first for me. Like like sometimes watching a bad movie will ruin the first one. Yeah. That's why I've never seen Joe Dirt too. Yeah, because Joe Dirt. I love Joe Dirt, but I'm never going to see Caddyshack Joe Dirt too. Anybody? Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I have unfortunately seen Caddyshack too. Uh, it I didn't ruin. It, it I almost. Dan Aykroyd was I didn't. It. No, I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing, but it damn near did ruin the first one for me. Yeah. So I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> Hence why Joe Dirt will live on in legend for me because there's no sequel to that movie. So yeah. don't even bring it up. That's what I've heard. I'll never know. Okay, so honorable mentions: 2007, we uh, Hatchet, of course, we just yeah. mentioned. Uh, 28 weeks later. Yep. Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I love it as a companion. We've gone over this before. I love yep. it as a companion piece, but as its own piece, no. Right. But as a companion piece, if you look at it as a companion piece to the original, okay, I, I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, it was big, huge. Big movie. Low, low budget. Big, big movie. And big, I got big to, movie. I got to uh, do a panel with Katie Featherston. So that you was sure awesome. did. You lucky dog. <laughs> Software. Software, of course, is going to be on there every year. <laughs> yeah, you betcha it is. And then uh, here's the last few I'm going to mention. These ones really came close. Again, it being at the top of the list, but Wreck was the best. Uh, first of all, Vacancy. Good movie. Very, very good, good movie. movie. Um, and then the next ones are really the, the close ones. The Orphanage. That another, was good. Another yeah, Spanish I remember horror. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Not was... really a horror movie, though. Not what I expected. It's weird. It, it it's was, weird. but it wasn't. It actually made me want to cry. It was so sad. You know which one you missed? It uh, was a close top for me. 30 Days of Night. I wasn't oh, yeah. a fan of that. I I'm love, not done, though, either. Listen, I love I love vampire movies. Yeah, I'm not as big a I've, fan I've, of them. I've always had that thing, man. Back in the day, my favorite universal monster was Dracula, oh. man. I, I love me some Bela Lugosi. Maybe one of these there. nights we get together, we'll watch that and, like, I don't know, like Twilight 2. Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to point this out. That's why I always argue against those Twilight movies is because like 30 Days a Night, they got it right. Like vampires just like feed and just re <laughs> like wreak havoc. And why wouldn't they be in a town where there's like well, darkness That's exactly for what six they do months. in Twilight. They just wreak havoc. They, they, they wreak havoc in the they wrong way. They sparkle. Everything. They, they destroyed everything I knew about vampires. <laughs> 
That's why they're trying to rebuild vampires in 2019 exactly. because they still they it did still everything come it was, back. It was supposed to do everything. Every everything that uh, interview with a vampire ever you know re sparked, and then Bram Stoker's Dracula you know continued to spark. Oh, of course, uh, they just destroyed. Oh, the they were thinking ahead of like 2019, 2020, and, and making let's, let's the rebuild it again. Uh, two more though, we can't forget to talk about in 2007. They were huge movies that were fantastic. Trick or Treat. Oh yes, yes. Can't forget that one that, of the great that, anthology movies. That, uh, is it really an anthology? It's it yes is and no. it isn't. They, they call it they, okay. It's considered an anthology because it is different stories. However, it has the same protagonist. Yeah. So it is, but it isn't. I and it was love kind of in the vein Trick of Creep Show a little bit. Absolutely. At least I, with the the comic looking. If it wasn't for Hatchet. I would have gone with Trick or Treat. Yeah, Trick or Treat's fantastic. And then one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, just wreck beat it out, The Mist. Yes. The Mist is fantastic. The Mist is great. I like that. I like it. Great ending. Great ending. Yeah, the first time I watched it, everybody kept talking about the big twist, the big twist, and I was like, that's it? And then I watched it again and again and again, and I was like, oh my Dude, God. Dude, that ending is great. Side note on that movie, if you haven't seen it, the, the Blu-ray, they uh-huh. may, maybe on the DVD now too, but on the Blu-ray copy of that, they actually have not only the version you know, but it's in black and white too. What an experience watching the mist in black and white. Yes, kind of gave it a whole new. Go, going look. back to Trick or Treat real quick though, you yeah. know what else I got felt about Trick or Treat? I forgot that it came out in the two thousands because it feels like a movie that would have came out in the eighties in the heyday of, of yeah. horror movies. So I'm just saying, like that's how good that movie is. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it was so new because I mean I've watched it a ton, but I just it just has the feel of an eighties yeah all out killer movie. It's Let's so just good. put it this way: my DVD collection. I've got hundreds of movies, and most of them are horror. I post most of them when I buy a movie because I still buy DVDs because I because I do have the collection. Uh-huh. I usually just put it like wherever the last one was, and then it like breaks off into like some other genre movie. I just throw it in there with that with whatever. My top shelf is the Halloween series, the Friday the Thirteenth series, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, and the Saw series. And right in between, where I've got Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth, Trick or Treat. That's great how much movie. I think of that movie. It great belongs movie. with the Halloween series almost, even though it's, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's a great movie. So it's right up there. So 2006, the best... Uh, you mean 2007? Or excuse me, yeah, 2007, um, one, one of the better years, one of the best years in horror that Absolutely. I can even think of, at least, you know, aside from move, uh, the, the years in the 80s. 2008... Uh, well, we already know I picked Wreck for this year. Yeah, so. we've got Wreck for that for you. I picked one of the all-time greatest not just throwback slashers but one of the greatest movies of all time the strangers uh yeah it's good uh, uh it creeps me out top 10 greatest horror movies ever made it creeps me ever out. made and that's why because it could happen and the yeah. sequel that came out last year was not good no it was, was it was horrible it kind of ruined what they they tried to do with the first one but the the original strangers when I did my top 31 horror movie countdown a few years back, I, I've talked about this on the show before. My friend Sean kept saying, he kind of had a little snippet of what I was going to do ahead of time. He's like, that movie better be in your top three or four. I was like, it's not. It, it's just not that good. It's great. It's not that great. And I made my list, and I think I had it at like number 16 or 17 or something like that. And it was October. Or excuse me, it was the end of September. I was getting ready to start in October, and I watched it again. I was like, what was I thinking? And I believe that I've got a seventh or eighth. I'd have to look back on my list, but it's it's seventh or eighth all, all time, right. and that's up there with the heavy hitters. That's how highly I think of that movie. Uh, other ones that came out that year: Cloverfield, good movie. Oh yeah, uh, the Ruins, which is underrated. 
Yeah, that's definitely underrated. It really is underrated. Saw Five, Big Shock. Yeah, there you go. Saw There's another Saw movie. Um, <laughs> this is where they really started going a little over. Well, it's been every it's every year yeah. since the first oh, one came out. They came out once a year for a while. Fifth one wasn't as good. I don't. Yeah, up until just, Saw Seven, go they did come out every year, and then Jigsaw. There was a big uh, break. break in between Jigsaw and, and Saw Seven, but uh, um, Mirrors, which is. Not great, but at the same time, it's kind of a interesting. It's an interesting movie. I like, I like it. It's a WWE production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so you guys know. Yeah, know it that. is. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. I don't know. And, I I don't. It's not horrible, but it's just it, it, the concept I liked. Right. Put it that way. And then, uh, like I always like to save to the last, uh, you know, towards the end of these every year here, um, lesser known ones you may not have heard of. There's one called Asylum. Yeah, I've seen that. That's good. I, that's a I like great it. movie. I like it. It kind of was a little bit of a ripoff of A Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit in the a sense that the bit. killer's a doctor that's like kind of like a ghost and he's killing people, but uh, it, it was a great movie. A little bit, but it's good. Yeah. And then the last one you guys may not have heard of, and I believe that this one was actually one of the last years that they did the After Dark Horror Fest. I saw it on a list online and people raved about it. Um, it's mockumentary style. It's called Lake Mungo. It's an Australian movie. And basically, the movie starts out, you see where there's this family that goes on vacation to this Lake Mungo. And um, their daughter drowns. And there's these pictures that start showing up. They start The family starts looking at pictures afterwards while they're grieving and whatnot. And you start to see, off in the distance and getting closer... Um, the son is taking these pictures, by the way, and there's what appears to be the daughter just kind of way up. You don't even notice it, but it turns out that it's the daughter in these pictures. And they're like, what's going on? Is it her ghost that's showing up? It's in their backyard. It's in different places where he's taking these pictures. And I'm thinking, okay, like they're giving this away 20 minutes into the movie. I started almost falling asleep in this movie because it was just like, oh, this is so predictable. Everything that's going on. And I'm just sitting there watching this, like, how did people like this movie? This is horrible. What is going on here? And then, boom, it hits you like you would not believe. The twist in this movie, It sent. it's giving me chills thinking about it right now, and I'm not going to give it away. But something happens about, I would say, like an hour to an hour and ten minutes into this movie that made me say, oh, my God, I am so glad I kept watching this movie. This is what people were talking about fantastic creepy terrifying so that's one if you guys are going to watch it i recommend it but give it a chance it does take about a good hour before it really hits you but it's worth it it's no, definitely, definitely worth it the, the juice is worth the squeeze what? lake lake mongo lake mongo mongo m-u-n-g-o uh, I have it, so I can let you guys borrow it, or we can all have we can cuddle together some some some, some movie night some, with some popcorn, some yes. popcorn. You know when it snows falling, of and course we can go out anywhere, and that's when we'll put on Slither instead of the Notebook, but it'll really be the Notebook. No, I, I can get through the Slither. <laughs> I really want to. No, 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 no. I'll get up and leave at that point, picture. <laughs> like I'm not watching the. No- I know the difference between Slither and the Notebook. <laughs> I've seen Slither enough. I'd be like that. That's not Michael Rorker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ryan Gosling, he's not in this. <laughs> um, did you have any other ones for 2008? Oh, no, that was it. That was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You covered everything? You, got, you covered them. You All got right, them. so on to 2009, the last year of the decade. Uh, a lot of good ones this year, too, but I went with Zombieland. Zombieland was great. One of the, the great horror comedies of all time. I do, do dig it, but the movie I went with is a movie that I feel like people are either crap on it too much or definitely sleep on it, and it's The Collector. 
I'm a huge fan of The Collector. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's, yeah. a, it's different. He's been trying to get me to watch it for like a year now. I liked it. And I watched that with amazing. Luke and, and a bunch of other people, and everybody in the room despised it. I mean, had like a like an absolute pure hatred for that I movie. Don't know. I loved it. I don't know and how I thought you the do. sequel was better. Yeah, the sequel was really good, too, but that came out average in later years. But yeah, the yeah. collection is the sequel to it. Super good. Listen, if, you, if you're in a situation where you, the movie starts out with a guy who's working for this house trying to figure out how to rob the house, breaks in to rob the house, but it picks the wrong night as a serial killer is now setting up booby traps in the house because he kills people in their own house using booby booby traps. Uh, the youngest girl from uh, The Nanny, of course, all grown up in this movie, is, let's just say that not just like Californication, you get to see her topless. Yes, you movie. do. Uh, there's an amazing, probably one of my favorite kills in a horror movie ever is in that movie. I'm not going to give that away because I want you to see it, but as about. soon as you see it, you'll know. And yes, the originality of the fact that this person, this killer, is in these people's own home. Right. And it, he is booby-trapping and trapping them to kill them. It is just a great original concept that I've never seen done before, and it's great. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Luke and Rafe both had the same thing. They both hated it with a passion, and Luke's... This, this is a good story. Before I get to the rest of the movies on the list here, Luke... He says every time he watches this, it was so unrealistic. He would turn a girl would turn around or the guy would turn around and he'd turn back around two seconds later and a trap is set up. It's so unrealistic. How could they have set up the traps so quickly? And I'm thinking, this is the same person that every time I talk about how bad an acting is, you know, in a slasher movie or reasons I don't like a, a, a slasher movie from the eighties, and tell Luke how unrealistic it is. That's the first thing out of his mouth. It's a horror movie. It's supposed to be. Well, it's a horror movie. It's supposed to be unrealistic. I, I got to say, that's that's one of the things that the selective logic in horror fans. I know, and it, and it happens to all of us. I know, but I I've always I'm I've never had that problem because I always suspend the disbelief because I already know it's a horror movie. So exactly. I'm already like the girl's gonna run upstairs even though the front door's right there. I know this these things are gonna happen. Right. Just because I just have accepted it because that's just how it works. I'm gonna urge him to watch that again sometime, and I don't know if I'll get him to do it. But he hated the Scream trilogy. He hated it. Really? Actually, he didn't even watch the fourth one until I I kept talking about it for years. And about a year or two ago, he went back and he watched them again. He's like, you know what? I stand corrected. I loved them. I love that series. So, it's one oh, of my I favorite too. series of all time. So, but he hated them. So let's see if I can get him to watch it again and see if he goes in with that mindset, if he likes it more. Um, got quite a few of them from this year, too, that were good. Uh, there was another After Dark uh, Horror Fest movie called Autopsy that was really good. I did good. see that one. I was Loved good. it. Uh, the Friday the 13th remake. Uh, the My Bloody Valentine remake, which is... Really good. That's really good. The yeah. My Bloody Valentine one. Yeah. The the Friday Thirteenth one. I wasn't. I didn't hate too much. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I liked there it when was, I first saw. I, here's the thing. Like it a lot less. Uh, here's the thing. There. My take on the Friday Thirteenth one. It was good to the point that I liked how they retold the story. Uh, but there could have been more. Yeah. Yeah. And I do give them kudos for the fact that Jason is a weed grower. Because <laughs> there's the subplot in that movie that everybody who touches that weed dies, so I just assume it's Jason's weed. That's how right. he, that's how he affords electricity at Camp Crystal Lake. There you go. Everybody was trying to figure out how he cut the I never lights. Thought on. about that. But, he's, yeah. he's he's the biggest drug kingpin in all of New Jersey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have just solved the movie mystery. I didn't even think about it until right now. That uh, is how he's been paying. This to keep is the why he's a part on. of our show because it's he's amazing. a genius. So never mind. That movie just jumped up. That might be one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. And not even because I, I don't. Even even smoke weed but i think that's it that's just a great subplot now uh with that being said i like the subplot of that because it just kind of seemed like an interesting subplot but outside yeah. of that there was some things that i didn't like but there's a lot of things that i did like i, did I like always them. said i liked it more if they would have considered it a sequel and not a 
Absolutely. Not but here's remake. the problem. You had to kind of reboot that one because he was definitely smarter in that one than he's ever been in any other Yeah, one. that and I was. dug that. Because if you're going to be out there surviving, and this is going to go back to the original series as much as I love the original series. If you're out there surviving and getting by and staying hidden, there's no way you can't be intelligent about it. Yeah. And like that movie was the first one where he had that intelligence. Like you saw the archery True. trophy and you saw him do the archery thing. And there was always a method. Like even that thing with the uh, little Asian kid. When he sticks the the, the the axe or whatever in his back and leaves them out there to try to draw them outside. Oh, yeah. And they realize, like, right before they go out to save them, they're like, wait a minute, he's trying to draw us out. He was trying to pull a hunter trick and draw them yeah. outside to save their friend. And then when, he, when it didn't work, he just kills the kid off. But right. it was just like, that was impressive because, you know, in the past... You know, my, uh, Jason would have just killed them. That would yeah. it. Also has one of the best kill scenes with the tow truck. Yeah. You know, I was wondering if that was supposed <laughs> to be Old Monty from the Texas Chainsaw series because it kind of looked like him and they yeah. were both produced by by uh, by uh, Platinum Dunes. Platinum Dunes. So I kind of always wondered if that's who that was supposed that to be. Was, but that was a fun scene. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a good kill scene. Oh, he had that coming to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. he Nobody deserved it more in that movie oh, than that asshole. Not at all. I'm just saying. Uh, so what else we got here? Saw Six, which was oh, just about the end of that run. Uh, Orphan, underrated. Oh, that was good. Great twist. Great twist. Yes. Great twist. Um, you Creepy guys are... when that gets revealed, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Halloween 2. I don't care what anybody says. It was better than the, than the Rob Zombie remake because it at least told an original story. I, I stick by that. And it I wasn't a great movie. I don't get me wrong. I can't say that it was a good movie. There is parts of the movie I dug. I ain't gonna lie. It was original. I can, it was I can, an original story. It was, but I don't know if I liked it. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't like it. I don't because I, I. The problem is I can't say that I hate it, but I don't like it because I know that there's just nothing when I think back that I'm like, man, I like it. And I don't even know if he was into that movie as much because he did a lot of things that he said he would never do in that movie. Yeah. So I almost feel like he was force handed and he did it because he he said that he would never do an off off screen kill. He did, kill, but at the same time, I did. felt like he was happier Slow with that because slow motion kill. He did, and it was all did, the same scene. But at the same time, the studio made him right. put in a lot of the things from the original movie in the first uh, one. This one, I felt like he got to make his own movie i guess but so. i don't i don't know if i listen here's my problem with rob zombie and we'll get into this probably time and time again sometimes he hits a home run and if he doesn't hit a home run he strikes out yeah and you're right because like 31 a horrible it was movie. a horrible movie but the lord's uh, of salem, lord's was, salem was good uh you know i, I like the the house of a thousand corpses trilogy i really do because devil's rejects for what it is is great because if when you look at it as like a horror western it's a really interesting dynamic because yeah. it's so much different than house of a thousand corpses and saying the new one's going to be completely different and than I, those two i'm waiting to see that for yeah, that reason just to see because I, I i was a fan of those because like i said i like those old b movies right. from the 70s so it really just played in because even that even devil's rejects plays into that b movie role but it's kind of like a western as well so it's kind of cool right so i can't wait to see the new one either three from hell but like yeah like I don't know it's just Halloween too I can't go with it I don't know yeah. I, like I said I don't hate it it's not on that list of ones that I like, don't hate it I don't love it like if it was, between, if it was on I would watch it just there's a lot that on, I respect not, about it just because of what I'm not trying to do and I'm not turning it on but if it was on television like I watched in your house it was on you were watching it I'd sit down and yeah. I'd, I'd watch it every time it's chat. on I watch it I was gonna say I would just sit there and chat and watch it and kind of shit on it but yeah <laughs> it is what it is well, that's part of the fun uh, the last one I have on the list, last one of the decade here, it was another remake, um, and I love it. A lot of people didn't care for it, but Sorority Row. That was good. Oh, I so dug, The original I one that. is one of the better slash yes. movies ever made. Yes. But this is a great 
the original remake. has one of the best opening scenes ever. Oh yeah, like they start quick in the original. Yeah, do they? They don't think they did that in the sequel, right? They didn't start as fast. I mean, it does happen early in the movie, but I don't think they start as fast because, like, literally, the this that, one starts with a slick opening where there's like a party going on in the sorority house, and there's a bunch of naked girls jumping on a trampoline with feathers flying all over yes, the place, yes. and it just kind of goes through the house, and you see like all the different people that are in the house. It kind of introduces the characters without. Sorority Row, the original house in Sorority Row, it starts out where there's a woman giving birth and something goes wrong. And then it flash forwards to the uh, the house that they're in and it's a bunch of girls that are in the house. They want to throw a party. Okay, all right, yeah, and yeah. the house mother is like an old bag that okay, doesn't want to do it. Okay. And they end up, uh, I don't want to give too much away because yeah, I want to yeah, talk about it in go, the future, yeah, but uh, yeah, they yeah. end up accidentally killing her. And then things start to happen after she dies. Yes. Okay. Now that makes sense. Okay. So, I knew it still it still opened up with a way more shocking thing than the this, the remake did. Yeah, the remake had like I said, it's kind of like more of a slick intro it's, it's to more it. Of, it's more of one of those uh, very very pretty people. Movies. It's full of pretty people. <laughs> yes, it is a lot of pretty people, <laughs> but no Crystal Reed. No, no. <laughs> uh, sadly, sorry, sorry, Mike. I know that that's a big deal breaker for you. It really is, but I still loved it. So, so, any other movies you wanted to add to 2009? No, no. So Kind of covered them all. There we go. We got 2000 through 2009 done. Uh, that was a pretty cool, awesome ride. Check out some of those movies, especially if you've never heard them before. Hey, maybe we missed some that you guys liked, and uh, if we did, uh, hit us up. Let us know. We threw a lot out at you, we though. We did, but I mean, if there's something we missed, or if you want to comment on something that we hated, maybe you're a huge fan of Fear.com, and you hate my guts, because <laughs> I think it's the worst movie ever. That's Well, not the worst movie ever. Chernobyl Diaries is the worst movie ever, then Fear.com, but still, if you think that that's the case go ahead you can send your hate or you can send your love or you can send any suggestions go ahead facebook horrorzone 607 twitter and instagram at horrorzone 607 and of course if you want to check out we just said we're going to do some reviews and we're going to be getting more of them done in the future we're just kind of gearing up there's a lot of things going on so the website going up was like the first major tackle now we're going to get into like like formatting and getting everything done so soon we're going to have some more reviews up there go ahead and find us 8122productions.com you can also stream our the horrorzone 607 shows after they go up live from there and it'll also take you to the link where you can download them if you prefer to download them of course you can find us anywhere podcasts are found anyways if you want to subscribe that'd be awesome and get the instant downloads the best way to hear us uh, go ahead and do all those things and like I said if you go to the website 8122productions.com you can stream it right there also we have the review of uh, Mike's review that's pretty awesome of uh, Halloween 3 season of the witch up and pretty soon we'll have a few more I did make a promise I will uh, put myself out there for you fans and make myself re-watch uh, fear.com for the first time in <laughs> since it probably came out because I saw it in the theaters and I'll rewatch it again. I'm sure that my opinion hasn't changed because I have seen parts of it since then <laughs> and uh, I will I will eviscerate it pretty much but that's fine. Just just know it's going to be like a zero rating. Yeah, and I'm going to get more out there too once I have uh, I, I don't have access to put things up on the site yet. Well, I kind of do, do but have, I don't, but just don't know how to use the site yet. Uh, Rich is going to show me how to do it, and I'm going to get a lot more. Man, I had a birthday. I had a birthday and everything else, plus podcast recordings. It's been a busy. We've had a busy beginning of the year, but at least it's up, and then we're going to move forward. And eventually, there'll be some vlogging and stuff going on. I can't wait to do that. I hope to have all that up by the time like one of the first major horror movies comes up. We can just sit here and uh, do a vlog that we can put up as a review instead of writing it out. Get like instant reaction. Take some like it'll be ghetto. It'll probably be just right for my phone, but I can put it right up there. So you got to walking out of the theater like hey you will never believe this shit <laughs> right but I that's all do. i got there mike uh yeah i think that's that's all we got for the show this week so uh we will see you guys back here next week on the zone uh for 
Good old Ron. Good old Rich. I'm Mike C. We'll see you guys next week on Horizon 607. See ya.